0: and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What To Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What To Be is a program provided by Your Future Is Our Business. a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media, or your future as our business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today, I have the pleasure to speak to Lori Hilderbrand, who is a welding instructor at Soquel High. Hi. Hi, Lori.
1: Hi, Patrick.
0: Hi, thank you so much for joining us and helping us do the interview today. I really appreciate your help.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm really excited to be here.
0: (laughs) That's great. Thank you. Lori, we talked a little bit, you know, before the interview about your your career, and it's interesting. Do you mind briefly describing your career journey for us?
1: Oh, I'd love to. I'm a metal artist and sculptor myself, and the reason I got into welding was to facilitate compiling my art. And when I did that, I just fell in love with welding it was just so amazing I decided to take a welding course at Cabrillo College while I was at Cabrillo College I saw a poster on our welding wall that said hey we need some tutors and they were recruiting uh, student teachers for the welding program at Watsonville High School and so I responded to that ad and they sent me down there over to Watsonville High School And I began tutoring oxyacetylene welding to the students and was introduced to this whole metal shop instruction with Mr. Robert Atwood, who ran the metal shop for about 12 years at that time. And he taught me everything that I know about running a metal shop. We had metal lathes. We had oxyacetylene welding, TIG welding, MIG welding and sheet metal all those things were going on all at the same time so i was there for close to seven years and he reached the end of his career and wanted to retire and i was invited to take over his position which i did and it was just a really wonderful education for me at that time i finished the cabrillo college a welding program and started to pursue my education and continue around that time. I was also hired to teach artistic welding at Soquel High School. And that's pretty much how I got started. And it's been a journey. It's been close to 15 years and I've learned so much and enjoy my job so, so much. I love inspiring students. To enter engineering pathways, welding pathways, fabrication and design pathways, and I've been successful. I have a running list of many students who've gone on into different fields of welding, including underwater welders, construction, iron workers, fabricators that have opened up their own businesses and welders that are working for other companies all over California and Texas.
0: Wow, that must be really rewarding for you, I'd imagine, right?
1: It really is. It really is. Um,
0: And, And you told me before the interview that you continued your education from Cabrillo on to Sacramento State? Yes.
1: Yes, I received my Bachelor of Science in Career Technical Education, CTE, and it's my passion to teach students what career technical education is. And all the Career opportunities and pathways that are available to them, not only while they're in high school, but in secondary and beyond education and at Soquel high school. Mr rovic the woodshop teacher and I and some other CTE teachers have created a wheel program and what the wheel is is uh, we uh, circulate the whole freshman class between the woodshop for nine weeks, metal shop for nine weeks, they go through health and in the near future they'll be having an opportunity to go through the biotech program and it's really wonderful because they get a taste of each of those career pathways and they get introduced to other career pathways that are available to them by taking this pathway and it educates them about all the wonderful cte courses we have in the county and some of those choices for cte classes are digital photography graphic design criminal justice culinary woodshop welding bike tech automotive and medical tech with donna marie Stahl, who i know that teaches over at harbor and she was also on your program and I wrote curriculum for the Wheel program that is specific to in teaching students, the freshman students, what CT is and how they can use that in their high school experience to figure out what they're gonna do in their life and what direction they want to go in. And it's been really successful. The students love it.
0: Well, I just I think that what you guys are doing, and it's just it's so awesome to give these students an idea of these different Careers they can do, and the wheel program that you're doing with Mr. Rovick—that sounds so great too.
1: It's fantastic, and the the feedback from the students—they're they're just having a great time. It was just recently Halloween, and we had students making pumpkins out of steel and nice <laughs> uh, all kinds of three dimensional pumpkins, all kinds of really really fun stuff. And they all get a welding experience and they're scared and they're nervous at first, but we walk them through it and every single student completes a welding project and they're so empowered.
0: That's so great. And you, you told me that when the students taking uh, your class at Soquel, that they can transfer, that, that they're getting college credits that they can use towards like maybe going on to Cabrillo. Is that correct? Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, Not the freshman wheel portion okay. that doesn't count towards the articulation uh, that we have with Cabrillo College but it can be for 10th and 11th graders or 11th and 12th it just needs to be a two consecutive year participation to earn that certificate and articulation
0: okay and and it probably feels really good for the students to like feel like they're on like a path too that it's not just over you know, when they graduate Soquel that they can continue on to Cabrillo. And then from Cabrillo, you know, who knows, they can continue, on obviously, you know, from there as well. Exactly. It stays
1: on their college transcript, the units, mm-hmm. and it's really a good thing. It's a win-win for everyone. Not everyone is going to go to college and we know that. And so these pathways are really amazing tools for students to, to learn that there's a place for them out there in the world too. And, you know, going to college, not only is it not for everyone, it's also really expensive. And there are a lot of options for students to go through different programs like through the union and trade schools that aren't as as expensive as a college pathway may be. And that's really appealing too those that aren't going to, you know, go that
0: route. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just, you know, just letting students know that they don't necessarily have to go to college, that they can have these great careers and, you know, just all the exposure that you guys are giving them to show them that there is another way to go to.
1: And Mm pre-COVID, we did a lot of field trips. We, for example, we would go to the iron workers and the electrical union down in Castroville, take the students down there, and they get hands-on experiences during that process, which is really powerful. They learn that through the union, you can take classes during the day for half the day, and then get on-the-job training and Go through the program come out of the program with probably just a few units short of an associate of science degree. Hmm. And they could take that while they're working online to finish up those units, so there is an educational you know post secondary college credit programs out there, too, and that's really powerful too to be able to earn money while you're learning.
0: Oh yeah that's great Through that like an apprenticeship program.
1: yeah and also. We take a lot of our young women students to Over the Hill to Oakland to Women Can Build. And it's a huge, it's, a, it's in a warehouse and they have all different trades represented and they have hands-on experiences at the trade show for all the women to go through and you can build a toolbox out of wood you build a toolbox out of metal you can do building and construction things you all sort have a welding virtual welding experience engineering Engineers are there to talk to the students as well. And that is really an amazing experience. We do that every year.
0: Well, that sounds like a lot of fun and probably just really empowering too. It
1: really is. I have so, quite a few young women engineering students and they rock, they rock. And there's a <laughs> lot of a lot of uh, opportunities out there for them. I'm really happy to mention as well that it's never been a better time for a woman to be a welder than now. There are rock star women welders out there who've built platforms on Instagram and social media. There's the there's famous Stephanie Hoffman who works for Miller Welding and they have a giant bus that travels all over the United States of America and they stop at different places. And I'm waiting for them to come to California and She's also a metal artist, but she is also a welding instructor, and she's just super cool. And there's Barbie the welder. They're, 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 they're like personalities, and they're doing just really, really well in their careers. And just and
0: inspiring so many too, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: That is cool. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. how, many, how many classes are you teaching at Soquel?
1: I teach three classes. I teach the freshman CTE wheel class. I teach welding one and advanced welding.
0: Okay. And you know, with three classes, like what's your typical like day or week look like?
1: Yes. I have a classroom too. Monday's our academic day and we do a short lesson because class periods are only 40, 45 minutes on that day. And that's the perfect window of opportunity. We show instructional videos, we do short lectures, we have guest speakers coming in. Uh, Your Future is Our Business um, helps us sometimes to get guest speakers coming in. And I have an array of speakers that I like to come in that represent industry from our area. And we take the exams and quizzes, and then Wednesday and Friday is our designated shop days, which are 100-minute classes, 100 minutes uh, for each class on okay. Wednesday and Friday. I wish that you know we had more time. Traditionally, shop classes were always five-day a week programs mm-hmm. because I mean it's a lot to learn, and kids always want more time. They want more time in the metal shop. They're coming in at lunch. I don't get a minute to myself. Well, it's probably
0: their, their favorite class, right?
1: It's their favorite class, yeah. so they want to be there all the time. So they're like, Miss H, Miss H, can I come in and work <laughs> during lunch? Or so, yeah, you can't. I mean, they love it. I wish that there was a way that we could offer more days. Mm-hmm. And the good, the really cool thing too that a lot of people may not know that I really want to highlight is that students from all over the county can take our course for welding or wood shop or auto or whatever it is as a magnet student. And I do have magnet students from Soquel, like a uh, Scotts Valley.
0: Yeah. Uh, because Harvard. did you share that Soquel's the only high school yes. in the County that offers welding?
1: It is, it is. Mm. And it's a real shame that shop classes have been closed down all over the United States of America. And it's, never been, there's never been more of a need to offer these classes. Mm-hmm. With the shortage of welders and tr- skilled trade people that we have in the United States, and now that we are facing the issue of rebuilding infrastructure, it's so important that we train people to be 21st century ready with skills to do these this work and these jobs.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right. I'm very passionate about it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And um, did you know when, you know, from a young age that you said that you are an artist, did you know that you eventually were going to fall like in this kind of career as a teacher artist or did you have any idea?
1: No, I just became a welder and. The pathway opened up when Mr. Robert Atwood, who taught metal shop at Watsonville High School, offered me that position and advocated for me to take over his position when he retired. And that only happened because Cabrillo College has this wonderful welding program that I attended that the doors all opened for me. But I'm from Philadelphia originally, and I teach my students that the iron from the Golden Gate Bridge is from allentown pennsylvania pennsylvania has steel mills and you know as part of the industrial revolution it all was happening there and as a kid i was so inspired by the ornamental iron everywhere the gates the fencing the ornamental components that were in Phil- old philadelphia ornamenting the buildings i really appreciate the architectural Elements of iron so that impacted me heavily with my art since it, since I was a kid And then when I developed different styles of art and decided I wanted to do metal art and sculpture That's when that was all born for me. And it also helped me to raise my family. I have three sons and I'm a single parent and so I was able you know with the school schedule to be there for my family after after school hours. So it's been a wonderful experience for me. And I'm hoping I can teach for many more years and retire through Santa Cruz City Schools.
0: Yeah, that's really great. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah. Yeah. And you know, what are some of the your more favorite projects that you've worked on in your career or are currently working on?
1: In my personal career, um, uh, yeah. I I the largest thing I ever built was a 16 foot by 18 foot gazebo with an ornamental iron ceiling and it had areas for electrical to be put in it and a giant chandelier in the center and it was one of the happiest days of my life we had to hire a crane company to come and pick this behemoth structure up it took six months to build (laughs) and they lifted it up with the crane. It was, it weighed 5,000 pounds. And a customer that I met, I used to do a light, I did a lot of flea market art shows. I did Alameda point antique and collectibles for 10 years with a giant trailer. And I make all this cool metal stuff and bring it up there and sell it in a weekend. And I, I developed a client base in, Marin county and in san francisco and i did a lot of store structural metal jobs like that but the one that you asked about that was probably the highlight of my career that one gazebo piece and it was for the client's wedding his daughter's wedding and it was it was then put onto six giant cement pillars so it was a permanent structure at their home that was the really cool thing.
0: Oh, I bet, um, I'm sure it's gorgeous and it's probably gonna be around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And I've done like fountains and garden art and sculpture. And I, I still do, that's my passion. I love to create funky old junk. And I have to mention the Santa Cruz County landfill because they have been such an enormous resource to not only me personally in my business called Aquacy, but also at Soquel High School, because they allow me to come and dig through the metal piles and glean out all this amazing metals that I can s- support my students with that we wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to financially be able to afford to buy.
0: That's so great, um, just to be able to like take what was you know just to repurpose something that was you know, maybe yes. garbage in some people's eyes and turn it into art and more than that into like an educational piece for your students.
1: Absolutely. And so we, I do that. I go there probably a few times a month and just load up a bunch of stuff and bring it back to school and, and the kids have a field day. I want that. I want that. Nice. It's well, really Yeah. Fun. Thank
0: you. Santa Cruz landfill. That's great. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank you. Santa Cruz landfill at Demio lane. Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Very nice people there.
1: They then, really are.
0: Yes. For those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What To Be Show on KSQD Santa Cruz, 98.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart, and I'm speaking with Lori Hildebrand, who is a welding instructor at SoCal High School. And Laurie, you were talking about some of the different types of welding that students can do in your class. Do you mind telling us about that? And we were talking before the interview about pig welding, and I think that, is that with aluminum? And that's like really hard, right?
1: Well, it can't be hard. If you haven't done that before and the reason why people think it's hard is because you're using your whole body you're using a foot pedal. To control the torch that you're holding in your right hand if you're right handed or reverse if you're left handed and a filler rod in your left hand so you're using your foot and both your hands and your welding and it's a completely different type of welding than mig welding which is metal inert gas welding it's sort which is sort of the go-to welding process that is the most common and then we also have stick or arc welding and with electrodes and we also do flux core welding which is a, a type of welding that gas isn't required and the coating of the flux is on the wire so it's
0: good for outdoors so do you do do different types of welding for different types of metal that you're working with absolutely tig
1: welding can be done on stainless steel aluminum even regular steel different types of carbon contents and but it's more of a highly specialized type of welding that's really used in the food industry you can imagine stainless steel kitchens or breweries that have different aluminum beer keg tanks and things like that. One of my industry partners, Dennis Beck from Santa Cruz Metalworks, who really helps out my program a lot and comes in and talks to the students, works with our famous, wonderful artist, local artist, Richard Deutsch, who creates amazing sculptures and installations all over the world and that process that mr beck uses is the tig welding he comes in and shows the students these gigantic sculptures in san francisco and all over that he's helped weld and i mean that's a whole nother area
0: that, yeah that that's students cool there's a, there's a guy that I, I think his current spot is kind of connected to street light music, downtown Santa Cruz. Yes. Yes. Felix, right?
1: Yes. Felix.
0: Yeah. His stuff is always so interesting to look at and yeah, big metal sculptures. They're yeah. Beautiful.
1: Absolutely. And downtown Santa Cruz has many, many beautiful sculptures from former teachers at Cabrillo and other artists. And we're, we're a very metal oriented community. I feel like there is a, a great need and, Presence for appreciation of art and sculpture.
0: And maybe Metal, that's because like our community really values like recycling and like repurposing things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lori, do you want to talk about like your typical hours that you work in a week?
1: I work probably 35 to 40 hours, even though I'm a part-time employee Okay. Uh, for Santa Cruz City Schools. My teaching days are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I typically use for grading and for ordering and researching and planning.
0: Okay. And so I,
1: I'm fully 100% invested.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about, was there anything that surprised you when you first started your career?
1: Ah. Uh, The volume of students, having so many students in a class, that was a bit overwhelming. And it took a a few years to get a handle on how to help educate that many people at one time.
0: How many students do you have in a class typically?
1: Usually the cap is 24, 25, but typically I have as many as 30 students at a time and we have a large facility our welding shop is quite large and I split it into sections so that students can all get a chance to try each section and even though I'm a welding instructor we teach casting we have a crucible forge at our facility we have a blacksmithing forge we have a sheet metal section we have a tig welding section and then the mig and stick welding and we have the cnc plasma cutting section so i can rotate that number of students through all of those different groups and they get a really amazing education
0: that's cool do you have some help in there with you in the classroom like um, i do you do yeah
1: i do thank goodness I i have uh students that are Usually in the advanced program, they come in and help me with the freshman class and the welding one class as technical assistance. Okay. Really helpful.
0: I'm sure, especially when they're doing that kind of work, it seems like, you know, you kind of want to be as hands-on as you can be with like each student.
1: Absolutely. And they help me weld when the kids are ready with their projects to get to the welding portion. And they help me with organization and cleaning up. And it's really good on their college resumes too for, you know, having that experience.
0: Yeah, I bet. And, you know, what is your most favorite or rewarding part of your job?
1: I really love the students. I get to be with these kids for four years and I watch them just grow up and they come in as these cute little kids as freshmen right they're still mm-hmm. little kids as freshmen and I watch them grow and develop into young women and young men and I watch them leave and go out into the world and start their careers that's that's really the most rewarding part
0: is that be and part then of maybe even lives. like when they share like projects that they've worked on like after they've left Soquel with you you know because you kind of taught them how to do it right in the beginning yeah
1: yeah, and they—I have a running list of the colleges that they are going to, and the the occupations in welding and engineering, and that they're going into, and it's just a really, really rewarding experience.
0: Yeah, I could imagine so, Lori. What advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing a career in welding?
1: I teach them that all along during the four years, but what? Advice I'd probably want to share with everyone is that there are so many areas in welding to go into. There's aeronomics, aerospace, there's construction and building welding, iron workers, there's ornamental iron, architectural design, artistic welding, there's so many areas that they can go into. And there are so many colleges that support welding and metal arts. If you go and visit Sacramento State University, my alma mater, they have the most beautiful welded metal sculpture all over their campus. And so many colleges do. And so that's what I would say is just explore. Explore all your opportunities and you know, just
0: reach for the stars. That's great advice. Thank you. And what about advice for someone who is unsure about their career path?
1: If somebody's unsure, that's why we have the CTE wheel, yeah. because we give them that experience to explore while they're in high school. So it helps them be better able to make a decision on which direction they want to go to. Say they try a welding class or a shop class or any of the other classes that are offered, and it just gives them a chance to explore if they like it. That's fantastic. Then we can lead them into further direction on that course. that pathway and if they if they don't like it we can offer them other possibilities that they can explore so they're leaving high school with that knowledge on which way to go i know a lot of different places in the world mexico sweden germany they have programs like that set in place that really focus on helping students find a pathway while they're in high school. So there's not that mystery and they know what direction to go into, into.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and it's, e- even if they didn't pursue a career in that field, like if nothing else, like you gave them like a really potentially like a really nice, like hobby or like an outlet for them.
1: Absolutely. Right? Or just skills, a mm-hmm. skill set that can yeah. help them build a house or, you know, whatever they need to do it. it Hands on learning is just such a wonderful thing for them to have in their tool belt for success yeah. in life.
0: Agreed. Well, I think Soquel is very fortunate to have you there. And Lori, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to help us do this interview. And you've shared a lot of great information and resources for students. Is there anything that you would like to leave us with?
1: No, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. I have really enjoyed it, Patrick.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart, on our show, What To Be, with today's guest, Lori Hildebrand, who is a welded instructor at Soquel High School. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM, KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays, and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.